Welcome to the seventh episode of the All That Podcast. Today, I have another guest with me, mm-hmm. Lakin, my classmate, yeah. who I haven't seen since we graduated in so 2012. Like, yeah, like six years. Six years. Pretty so, pretty. today, our topic is how <laughs> victim mentality yes. is the root of mental illness yes so that's interesting (laughs) it's a bold statement so tell us how you got to this inclusion that um mentally being a victim is the the root of mental mental illness well okay so i didn't come up with this Mm -hmm. um a coach of mine posted it and i thought that it was interesting and so i kind of thought about it and for me personally i do think it might be true Mm -hmm. um and it doesn't mean you go around saying, like, you know, like, I'm a victim, pity me. Like, it doesn't mean you're, like, in that type of state. But it could also be subconscious, and um, it could just also be, like, the feelings associated with being a victim. Like, when you go through a trauma, what are some feelings you'd probably associate with that? Um, lack of trust for others or the people who... Well, lack of trust, period, because, you know, when somebody does something to you, then they, you know, you... Um, you know, it's hard for you to trust people. Yeah. Um, hurt, obviously. obviously. Anger. Resent- shame. Re- shame. Resentment. Violation. Violation. Yeah, so yeah. I guess uh, how I took that statement was it's not so much, um, you know, you might not even think of yourself as a victim, but um, it's the feelings associated with being a victim from the trauma. Mm-hmm. And once you get rid of those feelings and change your perspective then the mental illness, whether it be PTSD, um, you know, anorexia, anxiety, which I've dealt with, and depression, mm-hmm. um, doesn't have a reason to exist anymore. Because you're, like, when you change your perception, you're then empowered rather than disempowered. Okay. <laughs> which I agree with. But what would you say to people who believe that depression or mental illness is like a chemical imbalance type of situation? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't speak for everybody. Like, when I say it, I, I would say I somewhat agree with that. Like, I don't fully agree because I don't have experiences with every mental illness, you right. know, so that would be kind of outlandish for me mm-hmm. to claim that. But I, I do think for a lot of the more common ones, like anxiety, depression, and all that, um, if you feel shameful, if you feel fearful, if you feel whatever, then those things are going to occur because of that event. Now, if you're born, you know, like schizophrenic or something, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. But like with the more common ones, I can definitely say that those feelings associated with being a victim, once those are gone, then the mental illness dissipates as well. Right, because I've always, I didn't think about it in the jargon <laughs> that <laughs> that you use, but I, um, I always thought that we as humans. Mm-hmm. could heal ourselves yeah in sure. more than one way actually physically too yeah exactly so, so. but especially mentally mm-hmm. um because even like just to go toward something that most people watching could relate to mm-hmm. um religion yes um if you look at jesus mm-hmm. i feel like he didn't so much perform like he performed some miracles like, yeah turn water to wine and stuff like that but some of the miracles that he performed Mm -hmm. were just getting people to look inside themselves 
Yeah. For instance, like... Well, doesn't hmm? he say, know thyself? Exactly. And, like, the whole Bible to me, not the whole Bible, but uh, the big piece of the Bible mm-hmm. is Jesus telling people that you have the kingdom of God in you. Yes. You are... Like you are even like, the Psalms, are... it says you are a God, you are yes. this... So, yeah, and a lot of people find that very, like, triggering because they're like, no, there's only one God. And it's not, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a little off subject, but, um, you know, we, he created us, each one of us, right? right. If you believe that, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he, yeah, like you said, he said that we are gods. Like, we are creators. We create our life just as he right. created Because it also we said create. we're made in the image. Yeah. yeah. And so what that means is not like a literal, yeah, like but a it means like image, yeah. God is creative, we're creative. God is this, we, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the same way I'm a Naveau, because that's my last name, because my mm-hmm. dad is one. Yeah. My father in heaven mm-hmm. is a God, so I'm a God. With a little G, but yeah. still a God. You know, <laughs> so, not, yeah. not well, the God. Well, we're creators. Like, I think right. everyone could agree with that. I mean, we create our lives, so. Exactly. And that's why, to bring it kind of back, that's why, you know, changing your perceptions on in an authentic way not someone feeding you oh just think positive you're stronger now not that that's kind of like "Mm, okay like that would even piss like when people used to tell me that when i was going through anxiety or whatever i'd be like that would actually piss me off because you don't think i I want to be like yeah like oh i've never heard that one before right right? but um you have to really go into your darkness and relive that moment again whatever Mm -hmm. that traumatic event was and um really authentically go in and change your perspective on it. And there's a whole way to do that, which it's kind of a mouthful, but... Uh, we have nothing but time. Yeah, so... <laughs> well, okay. So... Okay, so basically it's an overview. So mm-hmm. you go into overview mode, and you're going to have a mentor or a coach or whatever. This is just how I did it. It's not the only way to do it. But um, And they would say, okay, go back to that moment and really feel it, not just be like, oh, okay, I'm thinking about it. Close your eyes, go back you know, say as many details as you can about that moment, about the setting, about how you felt and everything. Mm-hmm. And then she would say, um, what are you feeling? And let's say you're feeling, you know, um, fear. So then she would say, okay, so sit with that and feel it in your body. And then they would say, um, where do you feel it? It could be in your chest, your stomach, whatever. And then you sit with that and you live that fear, which is really terrifying because if it's mm-hmm. a really traumatic event, like getting molested or something like that, you don't want to go back to that. Right. And, um... And then they would ask, you know, what's the opposite of fear? And then you would say whatever the opposite would be, and then you would feel it in your body. Courage. And then it kind of, yeah. yeah. And then it kind of ingrains, you know, a new perspective. And there's a lot of onion layers to peel back. It's not just like, you know, there's a lot of emotions and things. But, right. um, you know, like a lot of times when I did it, I would just start bawling. Because I never thought of that perception or mm-hmm. that perspective of it. And so, um, and then. And it's real, well, not for me. Mm-hmm. But for people, it's real scary to face yourself. Exactly. To know thyself. To know thyself. Yeah. Right? It's crazy. I always say how you can ask somebody to tell you something about somebody else, mm-hmm. and they can go on for hours. Oh, yeah. But you say, tell me something about you. They'll be like, mm, Oh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you know? And yeah. it's crazy. And uh, going back to your point you just said, I put on Facebook not so long ago, I was like, sometimes it's important to detach from your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily, um, because you want, because yeah. in this generation, especially with women, cause mm-hmm. they, you know, they have this, I want to be a savage. Like I want to yeah. be, I want to be cold, <laughs> cold hearted, which is stupid. All right. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I get it, yeah. but it's stupid. Yeah. But so I always say you have to detach from your feelings, not to become cold hearted, but to, to pinpoint where they come from. 
Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's also why it's helpful at first. Like, obviously, I learned all these tools within this program. And so now I can do overviews or whatever I call it on myself. Right. Mm -hmm. But at first, it's it's good to have an objective person there that doesn't mm -hmm. know you too much and doesn't, you know, because they can be kind of the logic rather than the, oh, I'm feeling all this with you. Like, if your mom was talking to you about you getting molested, she'd get emotional. Right. So that's not going to, you know, it's just emotions all together. But if it's someone who, you know, has an objective or doesn't have any, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, it's just, uh, it's more, you know, efficient. <laughs> and sure. so that's why it is important at first to have, you know, a coach or a mentor or whatever you want to call it. That's interesting because I think, and this is very, I want to say controversial, but people might, when I say this, they might be like, oh. But, I think this whole thing's a little Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but um, I always say that the biggest problem with I'm going to just say Christianity because that's what I know. Mm -hmm. And it's not a prob problem per se but when people say leave it to Jesus mm -hmm. and the reason I say that is problematic is because it doesn't force you to do any work. Yes. Even the Bible says, you know, faith without works is dull, you know, dead, exactly. you know. So it's like people say, I'm going to leave it to Jesus, then continue to live the way they're living. Exactly. And that's not going to work. Well, that's like <laughs> sitting in your room and being like, okay, God, I want a Mercedes in my driveway. Right. And but then you just sit in your room and don't do anything. Exactly. Well, it's that's not going to happen. You, do have to, you have to have, like, worrying mm -hmm. is what you, people should get rid of, including myself and, right. you know, but um, not doing anything. Exactly. <laughs> so, and that's why I believe, just for, I'm talking about from the black community, because, you know, I only speak about what I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, and a lot of, because we are so spiritual, mm -hmm. and we love, you know, church so much, yeah. that we, that a lot of people have that um, mentality of leave it to Jesus and boom. Mm -hmm. But, I like the idea of therapy. And yeah. the reason why we're not saying that you shouldn't, you know, uh, you know, ask uh, God for guidance, oh, guidance or none yeah. of that. But I'm just saying I like therapy because therapy forces you to work. Mm -hmm. And like in, in, in urban neighborhoods, like I think there's a study done. I forgot the college that did the study, but it was a study that shows that people who grow up in the, in the hood mm -hmm. have more PTSD yeah. than people who fought in war. Well, I didn't know that, but... Yes, and so I therapy should be in school, therapy yeah. should be everywhere, but, you know, we have this, I'm going to just leave it to God. Yeah, like, or block it out, which a lot or, of people... Or block it out. And a lot of people do that. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of people you hear about, like, if they're molested in their childhood, they'll block it out just for right. survival, kind of, you But know? that's just the same as sweeping it under the rug. Exactly, but they'll do it instinctively, mm -hmm. and, like, if you're four, you're, like, you're not going to be like, well, if I block this, you know, you're just going to do it right. because it was so painful, you don't want to deal with that reality. Mm -hmm. But then years later, like, I can speak with experience experience for this actually mm -hmm. and years later signs do show up you know definitely and then you kind of like it's not that you don't remember it happened mm -hmm. but you don't think anything of it but then when you actually sit down and you're like wait like that happened and that was that's why I bad, always you know? that's why I always and I don't want to put family business out yeah. but this is I can do it because every every family goes through of course the same things yeah so I always say like y'all need to go to counseling or we, not even say y'all, but we need to go to counseling as a family. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, but it's yeah. like taboo for black people to go to a therapist. Yeah. Because it's like, we go to church and yeah. they see therapists as like anti-church. And it's like, no, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? But this is a different avenue because what happens is, especially my family is a huge family. Mm -hmm. So when you have a huge family, you have so many different personalities 
and so many different emotions and so many different all this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we need to talk because what happens is they'll have we'll have an issue with each with one yeah. of one another. We'll fight. Mm-hmm. Don't resolve anything. Yeah. <laughs> and just go in and it keeps repeating and repeating exactly, and repeating and repeating because it never gets resolved. Because it never gets exactly. solved. Exactly. Like, um, mm-hmm. well, never mind. This is kind of deep. Uh, mm. Okay. You know, like, yeah, like, okay, with blocking out certain things, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, it will, like I kind of said, it will show up in your life. It will, not even necessarily, like, in that case, yeah, like, the same thing will repeat itself. But it's right. like, like, if you're molested as a child, let's say, I keep bringing that up just because I know a lot of people who have been molested. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you might have, you know, with sex, you might cry after sex or feel violated after sex. And you're like, why do I feel this way? Or maybe you can't um, that hasn't been dealt reach peak during right. sex or whatever. And um, and then you start thinking, you know, why, why? And then, you know, eventually you'll probably think, oh, like, I'm going to stop blocking this out now. Like, if you get tired of it enough. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, and it can result in anxiety and PTSD and all these things. And you don't even know why you have it because you block it out. Exactly. So. That's why I'm a big believer in spending time with yourself. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there's so much going on that you don't even, like, outside forces that's coming in mm-hmm. that you don't even notice. Yeah. And so you got to really sit. Because I believe we came here equipped with all the tools to mm-hmm. survive. Oh, yeah. Like, to live a great life. But people are funny because they look everywhere but themselves. Yeah. Like, they look... Like, can you Oh, help me? Yeah, And, and not that this? it's wrong to ask No, 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 it's not at all. It's necessary sometimes. But, but you have to be willing to do the work, too. Yeah, you have to ask... Literally ask yourself questions. Like... Yeah. Like I said when I was... Like, I talk to myself. It's the best <laughs> best thing... Best conversations you ever had. Yeah, like, I don't, like, sit there like, hey, what's up? But, you yeah. know, like, if I'm feeling whatever, I'm yeah. more conscious. I want... Well, I am. I'm more conscious now... Like, um, like I'll be honest, I smoke, mm-hmm. um, uh, tobacco, <laughs> but anyways, and sometimes cause I do want to quit. I'll be like, you know, why, why am I picking the cigarette up? And I'll right. just get conscious to why, what is my motive? Why am I doing it? Yeah. And like, you just have to be conscious and ask yourself questions. Talk to yourself. That's you know? why, that's why I said earlier when I was like, it's important to detach from your feelings sometimes so you can pinpoint where they come from Exactly. because once you start thinking like, okay. Why was I afraid? This is a very elementary yeah. example, but I'm, you know it's easy for everybody to understand. So why was I afraid to go to? Why am I afraid to go up to a girl and get their number? Exactly. Yeah. And then you'll think, okay, I've been dealing with rejection since I was a child, mm-hmm. so that rejection scares me. So I shy away exactly. from that. And so when you pinpoint <laughs> what's going on, then you can take the steps exactly. to. Um, to fix it, and today I was having a conversation with somebody, and I was saying it's crazy how people are are comfortable in their mess. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's comfortable to be oh, yeah. messed up because mm-hmm. you bettering yourself is scary. Like yeah. oh that's untrue. I don't know what well, that's changed. Yeah, no I don't know what, what that feel Whether like. it's a positive or negative change, it's still right. a change, and people right. are scared of that. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. people might feel like they don't deserve a better life. That too. And, um, like, within the program, we, we called it um, imposter syndrome. Mm. And what people need to realize and what I finally realized is the world, and my mentor said this, so I'm not trying to, quote, you know, steal his quote, but, right. um, you know, that the world deserves the best version of you. So it's not only mm. it's selfish of yourself to not better right. your life because when you're happy and when you're fulfilled, you can then, you know, do, you know, um, you know, pursue your purpose and accomplish your purpose and help people and, you know, share your story and 
help people that way or whatever it is. And, and then, it brings clarity. Yeah, you sitting in a room depressed mm-hmm. or whatever, self-sabotaging yourself isn't doing the world any good and it's not doing yourself any good, you know? Yeah, I always say that society has conditioned us to believe that putting yourself first is selfish. Yeah. Which in actuality is the opposite. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to give you an example that everybody can't... Look at your mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, your mom... <laughs> moms put everybody before themselves. Yes. They put the husband before themselves. They put the kids. Everybody is before the mom. Mm-hmm. So, and you'll see your mom like in a bad mood. It's like, Mom, why, why are you angry? She, she don't even know. Yeah. But the, the thing is that she hasn't spent any time working on her. Exactly. So, by me mm-hmm. putting myself first and figuring out, you know, what triggers me, figuring out what I like, what I don't like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If, if I'm 100% um, in agreement or comfortable with Kyrie, who I am, yeah. that makes the situation situation better for everybody around exactly. me. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. when you're happy or f- fulfilled or whatever, right. it can overflow into other people. Exactly. Whereas, yeah, if you're walking around depressed or pissed off or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like it puts everybody kind of, because we are energy and it kind of, you know, right. people can even feel if you're not even, you know, maybe if you're trying to hide it even, you know, and right. it's like, um, yeah, you have to know yourself and go into that darkness. Because people and, can only reciprocate what's in you already, what's yeah. in them already. Yeah. So, you know, you know the saying, hurt people hurt people, but that's all they can do because that's all they know, that's all they have in them. Exactly. To get, like exactly. me, I have a lot of, like, myself and my family, my you know, a lot of people put a lot of good energy in me, so it's easy for me mm-hmm. to give it off because I have a, an abundance of it. Exactly. But for a person who don't, you know, mm-hmm. I, that's all they can give off is that yeah. negativity, you know. Exactly. So, <laughs> and it brings, and that's another, another point I just talked about is how you should ask your parents or anybody in your family your family history because mm-hmm. people don't realize yeah. i say this all the time that a lot of times we mm-hmm. the, the stuff we deal with emotionally yeah is passed down from your grandmother oh, yeah that's your grandmother that people you never even met yeah. in your family has passed down from generation to generation because it hasn't generation. been resolved and it has not been resolved and but we're dealing with it right now we yeah. don't know why yeah like, why, why is, you know, why am I so this or so that? Yeah. Like, why? You don't know. So, I think it's important for, you know, people to ask questions. Like, how was, you know, grandma or how yeah, was. Yeah, like, how was her upbringing? Yeah, like, why, you, know? you know, blah, blah, blah. I think it's very important because then, once you know your history, mm-hmm. you'll know yourself better, too. And then you can stop that whatever you want to call it, curse or whatever, um, you know, you can stop it in its tracks because you can be the one to make that change. Exactly. You can literally set... And it can benefit your, you know, your children. That's what I'm saying. And you you then created a a whole new course of your family going on because you you pinpointed... But a lot of that is... comes from being... I mean, this term has, like, been (laughs) pop... It's pop now. Conscious. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, like that's a very, it's like, very like word. people use it like for everything, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, it really comes from consciousness, being conscious mm-hmm. and being um, woke. 
Yeah, I was about to say that. Right? <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, and it's just about not being scared of yourself. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, a lot of people are scared of, not of them, you know what I mean, like of the depths of their souls, so to speak. You right. know, like it's all like that scary to go into. hurt or, you right. know, fear or whatever it is, because you'd rather just mm, fish it to the side, I'll deal with that later or whatever. Or maybe people don't even know they should be asking themselves questions. Like, if I feel, um, you know, depressed all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll literally ask myself, I'll be like, why do you feel this way? And then, like, it'll just come, you know, this conversation, and then pretty soon I feel better because I've pinpointed it. Yeah, and you then know, I like, can, oh, okay, that's yeah, fine. Exactly. Let me let me fix that. Because I think ignorance, just not knowing, like, why do I feel this way? It's like you can't solve it if you don't know why, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And so, yeah. So, mental... What is mental stability or strength or what is like the key to? Yeah, I would say like, just uh, or yeah. self esteem. Yeah, yeah, and just like knowing. I keep saying that, but really mm-hmm. knowing yourself, knowing why you do the certain things that you do. Why are you scared to do this? Why are you not scared to do that? You know, right. it's just like every it's simple question. I think a lot of people are lazy too. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have so many distractions. You know, That's it's true. like being on your phone or doing this or doing that. Mm-hmm. Or Whatever it is, you know, there's, you have to find time for yourself. Another thing I was thinking about today that coincides with what we're talking about is how it's very important to know yourself in this world, current world that we're in. Because if you don't know yourself in this social media Mm -hmm. world, you would get swallowed up. Well, yeah, and Mm -hmm. I feel like people compare themselves, even, I mean, me, I think especially women. Yeah, people compare themselves. Like, you know. And that's going to be the death of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and with looks and with, you know, everything, success exactly. or, you know, class or whatever it might be, and um, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, everybody does it, but uh, yeah. just to be aware of that and, like, when you're comparing yourself, be like, why am I doing that? Yeah, because, you know, Instagram, everybody's living a great life. Oh, yeah, on social media, everybody's yeah, like, everybody is like, amazing, Ooh, everybody's relationships. Know, everybody's relationship going <laughs> good, you know, the body snatched, as they yep. say. <laughs> no Photoshop. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. And that's why, like, I created a show on Instagram called Amender the Less. Mm-hmm. And what the reason, I was like, 95% of what I see on Instagram is baseless. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, you have to be deep or you have to oh, yeah. be this on social media. But I was like, let me go a different avenue. Yeah. You know, and try to bring some quality content (laughs) to this platform and because you know i'm telling you because social media makes you also like you have to know yourself because you'll get lost Mm -hmm. in trying to be other people yes or or you'll try to fit into what you think people like yeah which is i see a lot from women i'm you know but um what was i saying i was saying another reason you have to know yourself (laughs) man i had a good point but, okay, while you think about that. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so speaking mm-hmm. of making a difference on social media, now, um, yeah, this might not seem like a huge thing, but this girl I actually came across today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her Instagram handle thing is Saggy Sarah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, she basically posts, you know, like Instagram, you know, and she'll be like posed and maybe a little Photoshop, and then she'll do real life. And she'll, mm-hmm. you know, she has a belly, and, you know, maybe she has a few pimples or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just... I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I think as a woman especially, but men too... Um, mm-hmm. it's really brave of her and real of her because it, it even helped me. Like, I mean, cause I, you know, I'll be honest, I'll be transparent. Yeah, of course. I'm like, Oh, like I could have bigger this or, you know, smaller this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, 
usually, you know, people really don't look like that all the time. I'm not saying people can't be, like, in shape and have an amazing body. They, I'm not yeah, it's saying not, that. It's not filtered. Yeah, but it's not perfect. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and um, so I, I was really appreciative of mm-hmm. that, you know. I think that um, more women should be like that, including myself. I remember my point now. What? <laughs> Another reason why you should really know yourself mm-hmm. in the social media world is because it will challenge you. And what I mean by that is, as a man, mm-hmm. if I'm dealing with sexual, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah. thought, and lust, urges, urges, and I'm dealing with this, right? And I'm looking on Instagram, and all I see mm-hmm. is half-naked women. Yes. <laughs> That's not doing anything to help me. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? Well, I, yeah. So you have to constantly... <laughs> you have to constantly be checking yourself. Oh, yeah. And you have to monitor... Because we, as humans, we overdo everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not good to overdo anything. Yeah. But we overdo everything. So you got to do everything in moderation, including social media. Yeah. Uh, I sure. love social media because it gives me a, a platform, a platform. Yeah. to, you know, to express myself. Um, but I think it's good and it's a gift and a curse social media is. But yeah. Well, yeah, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Duality. There's literally duality in every single thing. Well, that's how, that's nature. Because exactly. God created it. And yeah. And you know, back to the perspective thing, because mm-hmm. one might be thinking, well, how, and there's things I can think of where I'm like, no, like my mom dying. I don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of, well, this is probably, you know, like I don't even want to think about yeah. that. So I'm not going to go there. But mm-hmm. for, a, you know, for the things that I've experienced and, you know, many other people, uh, there is always a good and bad about it. And it might sound crazy. Like what, what could have been good in the moment of you getting raped or whatever it might be. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, there's always, duality like with hurricane harvey Mm -hmm. lots of people died lots of people lost their homes and all these things but then on the other side and i'm not saying like you know never mind i'm not gonna go there Mm -hmm. but um but on the other side you saw this outpour of love right as always and and, and it's like and i just started crying when i would see all the Mm -hmm. posts because i'd be like oh my god like people are risking their lives to save other people and so there's always duality in everything always um no matter how you know bad that and just speaking from a spiritual aspect, um, like you never know God, like my stepmom always says, she was like, you don't know how a death can change a family pretty good or mm-hmm. somebody can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you never know like God's plan, you know, Drake, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you never know, you can't even say God's plan without taking a drink now. Ridiculous. But, um, you know, you never know. Like what? So I think there's a silver lining in everything. Yeah, there is, and you just gotta look for it. <clears throat> yeah, and you, mm-hmm. it really has to resonate within you, because like I said, um, you know, like someone can you know try to feed you. Well, look, you know this mm-hmm. and that, but it's like you have to really find it, and you'll know it because you know you'll cry or you'll feel it in your body. Whether you know you might have the chills or whatever, and right. really, and it sounds so simple, and it sounds like how could that ever work? Mm-hmm. But um, really, it's really powerful, and I just want everybody to be free of anxiety and depression and anorexia or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. PTSD, because it's very possible without medication to do that, and I'm living proof of that. I mean, I don't want to, never mind, there's so many things I can say, but it was I pretty agree. bad at one point for me, let's, we'll yeah. say that, and um, I, it's really a miracle that I'm here. 
Which is, I'm serious. And, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Like, and, you know, no one would know that, mm-hmm. you know, but um, it's true. And, yeah. You're here, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, um, I'm pretty sure you can attest to this. I always say, when you see, when you hear somebody go win a, an award, say an Oscar, a Grammy, or anything, they always talk about, they don't talk about the award itself. Yeah. They talk about all the stuff it took to the get journey. to the award. Like, oh man, you know, we stayed up till four o'clock in the morning every night. We slept on the studio floor. We, mm-hmm. and, and while you're doing it, I'm sure they were like, F yeah, you know, forget <laughs> this. You know, I might not want to do this, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But when you look back, yeah, it's like, that's beautiful. I just got the chills actually because yeah, it really mm-hmm. it's a journey that's rewarding right. in the end. That's what the life life is about. Period. Exactly, and I mm-hmm. hate I used to hate when people would say that too because mm-hmm. when you're in like a bad state of mind, you don't want to be like this is your journey. Like you don't want to yeah, hear yeah, that because you're like, well, I want this journey to right. fucking end. You know, so <laughs> but yeah, but um, but you know, it's it's really true when mm-hmm. you look back. Yeah. Exactly, it's like man, look where I came from. Like, yeah. And it's that willpower. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, people really get comfortable being in a bad space. Yeah. For like you said, some people think they deserved it. Yeah. Because um, it could be something that you did to somebody else that you regret and feel shameful of, and right. Or what like people I've talked to, they due to how people treated them that affected their self esteem. Yeah. But read a book. One of the best books ever called the four agreements Mm -hmm. the second agreement is do not take anything personally yeah the reason why and this is going to help so many people and it is not you're not going to get this overnight there's not going to be something exactly none of this is none of this overnight stuff this is i mean there's so much more that i right this is work just like everything else but it was saying that a hundred percent of the time the things people do to you have nothing to do with you yes and we learned yeah nothing to do with you yes and so once you start realizing that not only would it will it stop you from feeling a certain way about yourself yeah but it'll also put you in an empathetic towards them towards towards them and that's really some grown stuff right there because a lot of people can't put i'm saying it but i'm you know I'll, i'll have to struggle with you know like you know thinking that way like oh you know oh he or she did you know been through this that's why they hurt me and like you know, my initial reaction would be like, F you. Exactly, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which means you don't have to, you don't have to keep um, engaging with the person. Oh, of course. But you'll still be in a better position to where you won't feel like, oh, I must be this horrible person because how could they treat me like this? Or, exactly. You know, and it can be for really simple things too. Like when right. you're in the car and someone flicks you off or something. Right. And then, you know, because like that's happened to me before and I would just start cussing in my car like this stupid fucking <laughs> but, but it's like, you know, yeah. why? Like he might have been having a horrible day. His dog might have died or I don't know. Like, you know, and um, so, you know, like you said, and, and a lot of times when people are talking down to someone, it's mm-hmm. really how they feel about themselves. Every time. Yeah. If, yeah, if not, probably, yeah. Every, every time. time. Mm-hmm. And um, and a lot of times when you don't like someone, and you have you ever, like, looked at someone and you're like, I don't know why I just don't like them. Or, like, <laughs> I've done yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've done I, I, it. I, I, like, I'm yeah. like, there's something about that something I just don't like. Like, whether it's, like, posts on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure people have thought that about me. Right. 
And it's like a lot of the times it's because you see something in them that you don't like about yourself. Mm. And so every time I do that now, which doesn't happen a lot, but if that it is does, a great point. Yes. And every time it happens, I'm oh. like, oh, she's kind of acting like me, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe I don't like that part. Maybe I need to come to terms with that part about myself and love that part about myself. Right. You know, so that's been really helpful for me, uh, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I see something in. That's a good point. Because mm-hmm. I, was, I was listening to a rapper named Nipsey Hussle. And he was cra- it was crazy. He's like, when you're getting ready to go get somebody, which means, for you know, for you that don't know street lingo, <laughs> means <laughs> means that you going pick somebody off. Is that you're not looking for a guy with you're looking for a guy who looks just like you. Yeah. That's deep. That is deep. Like the guy you want looks just like yeah. you. And here's another thing, and it kind of goes Mm -hmm. into this, and that's, yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I got chills again. But, um, Mm -hmm. is, you know, um, no, I lost my train of thought. I did what you did. Dang it. Oh. Never mind. It'll come back to me. It was really good, too. (laughs) It happens. But going back to, like, um, I'm going to just say the black community again. Um, a lot of, a lot of times that, you know, (laughs) because as we see in this country, uh, people still fear black men specifically yeah um and that's because for a lot of different reasons but i think Mm -hmm. the reason that we are so tough a lot of us is that where we come from a lot of us come from Mm -hmm. vulnerability would get you killed yeah yeah i mean and so yeah but vulnerable being vulnerable we we will literally be the death of you yeah so you know, you've been taught to suppress your feelings, suppress all this, and now you're this hard person. You don't even worry about your emotions because you're worried about survival. Yeah. And so that translates. I'm going to just go off of that. And for men, mm-hmm. right, our dads, our uncles, teachers, why are you crying? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing this? So as men, we suppress our feelings so we don't know the proper way to love a woman. Yeah, and because women, we always come, or not always, but this is general. Mm-hmm. All this is general, but, right. or not all of it, but you know what I mean? Or, or, not only do we not know how yeah. to love a woman, we don't know how to be emotionally That's what I was about to say. That's kids. what I was about to say, because yeah. you hear a lot mm-hmm. of women be like, you know, you don't talk to me, like, yeah. da 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 It's like, and, you know, and then we get the whole uh, stereotype that, oh, we're all in our feelings all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so we both have, like, this really hard stereotype. And right. it's like, you know... <laughs> I was going to cuss, but F stereotypes, you know, like it's literally a belief that Mm -hmm. has been ingrained in us for generations and generations. It's not, nothing's real. And I know that sounds really weird, but you can literally, like, it's just an idea. Every idea Mm -hmm. is just as real as another idea. Yeah. And it's like, everybody has their own truth. Yeah. And yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. That's what I'm saying. Like for a lot of men, actually. Um, you know that showing emotions thing is like taboo. Yeah, and like I you don't can't know even why. you can't even be emo- affectionate with your and kids. And by the way, I think it's sexy when a guy cries. So, oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but, like, but really, like, I don't know why. Men, well, I do know why because of what you just said. But yeah. it's like you know, like, it's yeah, really be really being vulnerable. Yeah, man. like it's cute. It's, it's the most romantic thing I've ever seen. No, but um, yeah, it's just crazy, and, and you know. I always say, especially people are, you know, our age and older, you come to this world blank canvas. Exactly. Right? So then you have... I was going to say. Okay, well, we're on the same page here. Yeah. So we have 
our parents throwing stuff on the canvas. We have school throwing stuff on the canvas. We have experiences throwing stuff. We have our friends. We have all this stuff, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, influencing how we think. And act. Therefore, and act. act. At some point, you have to unlearn exactly. everything you and learn. And that's a like, task. Yes. <laughs> like, that's work. It's work. Like, yeah. just because my mom said X, Y, Z, that was her truth. Exactly. That's, at, at that time, she told me that she believed that that was the truth. But yeah. that does not mean that it has to apply to me. Yeah. Like, that's not how I feel. Exactly. And what my coach, uh, sorry, I keep bringing this up, but they yeah. drop a lot of mm-hmm. knowledge. Um, you know, he said one time, in essence, we are all the same. Is mm-hmm. It is our experiences that make us different. Right. Because that's, yeah, that's true. Like, we were all, like you just said, a blank canvas, an mm-hmm. innocent little baby. And then life, you know, shapes our feelings and thoughts right. and experiences. So it's like, like your free will. You have free will, but it's yeah. like it's kind of... But it's a, yeah, it's, it's... I mean, I, in a way. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, like, you can't help, like, who your parents are right. or that. But you can definitely, no matter what your situation, you can create the life that you still want. You know, you don't have to make exceptions, you know? Because um, I think the most, the most powerful thing is that this reality that we have all started in somebody's mind. Yeah. Like, even though the, the things we abide by every day that, you know... That a man came up with uh, T H E I R is the right word, you know, exactly. word to like use. Literally, this... everything in this world is an yeah. idea from a human. Exactly. I mean, not like plants and, and stuff. And, you know and I mean. we live by it so much that if somebody spells they're wrong right. and using it in the wrong context, we'd exactly. be like, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so everything literally, it just goes to show you the power of the mind in two yeah. ways. One, because we, we stay conditioned into things. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, we are creators. All of us. Are creators. Oh yeah. Like you. Every you, single day. Just like you said, you you can create your reality. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, what you like? You know, blah blah blah. You can re, re, you yeah. can make a conscious choice. Yes. To be happy, or to not be happy. Or to you be know. fulfilled. And I like to say fulfilled yeah. too, mm-hmm. because like happiness, it comes and goes throughout the day. Right. But like when you're on your the track of something that you're passionate about and you're doing it, mm-hmm. you're fulfilled. Your heart's filled. You're fulfilled, and you're you know, and it. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to go. <laughs> See, my friend Brandon said, be careful using mental illness in this way. It's offensive. I know, we knew it was going to well, be I kind of offensive. Be, yeah, but, I, and, mm-hmm. and with that, I just want to reiterate, like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is right. Mm-hmm. I'm saying from my experiences with my, I don't even like to call them mental illnesses, but, you know, anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, that's how I have perceived it. So it's only my truth, and it could be other people's truth, or it doesn't have to be. I'm not trying to say I'm right, and I know it all, you know what I mean? This is just a discussion. Right. Um, okay, I hope they didn't hear that. <laughs> but a lot of times, people just throw mental illness around. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think when it's not um, suitable for that specific. Sometimes you yeah. just you just having a bad day. Like, yeah, you know, you know? And you might feel depressed. <laughs> you know, or, you like know, you might feel a certain be. way. And um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, but I, I want to point out that it is work. Oh, like, none yes, of what we're yes. saying is, like, once again, overnight. Yeah, know. it's not like, oh, like, I'm, we're going to say this, and then everything is, like, peachy keen tomorrow. Like, right. No, like, like, and mm-hmm. it's constant work. Like, and, um, Every day work, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like, you're going to have breakdowns. And right. then you can, and what I like to do, because, um, you know, you don't want to suppress emotions. So mm-hmm. if I'm just, something pissed me off or something, you know, bad or whatever happened, I'll be like, okay, like, I'll catch myself, be like, okay, I'm having a pity party. 
Right. Let me do that for a couple mm-hmm. hours, and then I have the tools to then get out of it in an effective and authentic way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to last for weeks or months or days or whatever. Right. It can I can get out of it a lot quicker um, rather than before. I was just you know all over the place and you know right because you're conscious. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are walking around like zombies. Yeah, and I was. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've always been like mm-hmm. a I don't know what you'd call it, a thinker. I mean, we're all thinkers, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I just didn't know how to do it mm-hmm. until I learned. And it's just mm-hmm. been, it's literally been life changing for me, but, right. um, and for others that I've witnessed, but. I think it's important to, you know, sit back and, and, and think about, you know, your circumstances, um, how they got to where they are, mm-hmm. why they are where they are, and how you're going to get past it. And also think about and, and also challenge yourself mm-hmm. like that's what I do yeah like you know like the other day I put this on Facebook I was you know my grandmother was saying something about something I put on Facebook mm-hmm. right I thought she was wrong yeah still do actually mm-hmm. but you know and, and I, I got an attitude mm-hmm. but then I had to think I sat down with myself I thought well the only reason she was even though I think she's wrong <laughs> but the only reason she's telling me this is because she loves me. Exactly, yeah. I and so when you, th- when you, you know what I mean? Like, when you think that way, and you start challenging yourself and, like, mm-hmm. and, and, and correcting yourself when you're wrong, yeah. you know, because a lot of people can correct other people, like, you know, but when it Easily. comes to it, they don't, yeah. they don't say anything they do wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> so once you, do, but... when you, you know, because this is cliche, but, you know, they say the mind is a terrible thing to waste, and it really uh, is. Yeah. Like, everything started... Our, like I said, our whole reality. This backdrop was in somebody's mind. Exactly. This Apple, Every this Mac Pro right here was in somebody's yeah. mind. This iPhone was in a mind first. Mm-hmm. So I was like, your mind is so vast and so, and uh, you know, has so many capabilities and yeah. people just neglected. Yeah. Well, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, you know, they feel that life happens to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and... It's just not true. Life happens for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, whether you know you're creating your life or not, you are. You know, you're choosing everything you're choosing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, in some ways it's going to be easier for someone else or harder for someone else and all these things. I'm not trying to say, like, that. But I am saying that no matter what, if you want it bad enough, whatever that thing is, you can mm-hmm. get it somehow, you know. Right. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, I didn't know that for a while because, uh, and this is a little... <laughs> Uh, triggering, but you know, mm-hmm. because um, like with Christianity or mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's like um, like we kind of talked about earlier. It's like you pray, and then you, if it doesn't happen, you're like, oh, I guess God didn't want that for me. But it's like that takes away. Why would you ever pray if you're just guessing every time? You know, right. it's like then there's no point of having faith because you don't know what to have faith for because you don't know what God wants for you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the way I see it is is um, you know, yes, you pray or do whatever you want to do, meditate, whatever. Or just even write it down. But, um, yeah, like you, we already said earlier, you do have to take action. Mm-hmm. And you have to do work. Because <laughs> I definitely believe God is a show-me kind of God. Like, Because um, I always say, whenever you put something out into the universe, it's going to be challenged. Mm-hmm. Every time. If you say, I want to be faithful to my wife, there's going to be situations that tempt you. Yeah. Every time. Just yeah. to see if you really... It's like God saying, are you really are you really about what you're talking about? Yeah. Like, you say, I want X, Y, Z. Okay, we'll see. I'm yeah. going to put this in your way. But once you get through it, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you'll realize, oh, yeah, that had to happen so yeah. I can get here. Exactly, yeah. So it's like everything is about perspective and being like... And perception. And perception. Same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's why I think, like I kind of like the beginning, it's like that is one of the most powerful things that you can do is to change your perception on things that previously disempowered you to mm-hmm. something that empowers you and finding your superpower. Because we really do. We all have a superpower. You know, be, yeah. what, you know, whether it's writing or being funny or, you know, mm-hmm. being a teacher, that's all, those are all superpowers and every one of us has them, but some of us don't know what it is or don't know how to find out what it is and, um, but everybody has something, you know, to impact the world in a positive way and, you know, you just have to do it. <laughs> you know, another reason I think people don't, um, I think some people know their superpower. Mm-hmm. But it's not glorious enough for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to be... feel that way. Right, right. I, yeah. I want to be in front of the camera, but my purpose is to be behind the camera. Okay. I mean, I'm not talking about me personally. I'm oh, just saying... Okay. I'm, I'm, using, I'm using an example. Like, somebody could want to be in front of the camera, mm-hmm. but that's not where they're supposed to be. You're supposed to be behind the scenes. doesn't make your impact any less. Okay. But you're so worried about... Being the glorious job, which is oh, being, yeah, which, I see what you're saying. which is being the star, okay. but in actuality, your purpose, yeah, is to be behind the camera, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. but like, okay, do you think that everyone knows their purpose? Like, what if they truly love being in front of the camera, whatever it might be, but like maybe mm-hmm. they're better at something else? Like, is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah, that's where you're supposed to be. Okay. Like, I put like. <laughs> I hate the, I hate these kind of posts. Like somebody posted a a a, a um, what you call that? Like a blueprint, right? And mm-hmm. it's had a like, small house and a big house. It's like your plan and oh. God's plan. Oh yeah, yeah. I get it. Like basically, they're saying you thinking small, God thinking big. But that big house mm-hmm. might not be for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it might have great curb appeal. But once you get inside, it might look like you got you got <laughs> leak problems, you got all kind roaches. of problems, roaches, and yeah. you're like, man, I don't want that no yeah. more. Because you were so worried about the outside, mm-hmm. how it looks, you didn't even check to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that small house might be for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think people, a lot of people, miss their purpose because they know what they're good at, but it's not glorious enough. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Like it's no yeah, yeah. like. I'm supposed to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm supposed to affect kids' life. But I want to be a more glorious Yeah, like thing. a famous author. Like, yeah, like, a, I want to be an author. Like, no, your purpose is to be there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I guess it comes down to, like, you know, and you can do both, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I guess you have to be honest with yourself. Like, why am I, why do I want to be famous? You know, because so many people want to be famous. Well, and that goes back that? to you, right? Asking yourself you, questions. Why you, what is there, what's that void you're trying to fill? Is it because, because I'm a tension whore? Or, yeah, you know? because I'll be honest, when I was a little younger, I'm still young, but when I was younger, um, you know, because I'm an, I'm an actress or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, I, I'll be honest, I did, I just wanted to be famous. I loved acting, but my focus was on being famous, and therefore mm-hmm. when I had auditions, I wasn't even focused on the audition. I was just like, uh, you know, like, I just want to get this done, I want to be, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, but then over the years, I've asked myself, 
why though? Like, what does what's right. good about fame? You know, it's right. like really like and um, so yeah, you just have to be like honest with yourself, and it goes back to talking to yourself, asking exactly. why do you want this so bad, or mm-hmm. why are you scared to do that, or whatever. Exactly, so. and so I remember Oprah was saying how she used television and that and didn't let television use her. Yeah. So one of the reasons, because I still want to be famous. No, me too. But not for. <laughs> but I want to have a platform. Exactly. To my point. A bigger mm-hmm. platform to exactly. you know do all of these other things, these goals. And that have. exactly, and I want a, a a ton of money. But it's, yeah, I think ten percent of the reason I want a lot of money is for me. But I know, um, to a certain extent, because money can't change people. Yeah. Like I think it, I a think lot it of, just like amplifies who you already I are. I put that on Twitter. I put that on Twitter today. Really? Oh that my exact, god! I don't even have a Twitter. That so a, I swear. That I exact tweet. I, I said money so does not change people. It exposes who you really are, yeah. and it magnifies your habits. Exactly. So if you, like if you're yeah. a horrible person and someone hands you a million dollars, yeah, you you can assume yeah. what that person might do. But it's you like if you're a good person, you know you're gonna do exactly whatever you do a little drugs while you're broke when you get rich yeah exactly it just amplifies who you already are exactly that's why a lot of money in the wrong i don't want to say wrong hands but in Mm -hmm. the hands of someone who isn't in in touch with their love right there's a lot of people yeah unhappy rich people of course and that's why because Mm -hmm. they they're trying to fill a void you know like let me buy all these cars let me buy this huge house let me get all the women all the whatever Mm -hmm. but it's like at the end like you know, what did it do, really? It's just little uh, gratifications in the moment, mm-hmm. but you're still unhappy at the end of the day. Right. Money should be looked at as a t- no different than a hammer. Yeah, it's a tool. Right. And so, the reason I want to make money is because, like I said, to a certain extent, I can change people's lives. Exactly. Like. Same. And I want to spoil, spoil, like, my mom. Exactly. My exactly. My it's like, and... I, every day... I see something, I'd be like, man, if I had money, I could really fix that situation. Exactly, yeah. You know, if I had money, I can really do this, you know. Mm-hmm. So, that's my, like, life is about intentions. Like, mm-hmm. it's what your intent is on something. Mm-hmm. And that's going to drive, you know, whether you're conscious of it or unconscious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the action behind every choice. And, um, this is going a little bit off topic, but I posted the other day. On Instagram, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm asking you the question. I'm not even going to okay, yeah. say what people say. <laughs> but do you view temptation as a bad or a good thing? Oh, goodness. You know, I feel like I want to say the right thing, but I'll answer honestly. Okay, do I view temptation as a bad or a good thing? Right. Um, okay, well, it depends how you look at it. Like, I would say good in the way that it's an opportunity for you to question yourself like we've been saying a thousand mm-hmm. times um but it could also be bad because if you fall for that temptation obviously you know right okay hold on <laughs> <laughs> i probably didn't know too much okay. no no you did but that's what rings true to me right i gotta find this because it was so good this book is called seed of the soul um everybody should get it as a good book but let me go through it real quick it was talking about temptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Let me see. It says, "What is temptation?" And for for the record, the majority of people I, I asked that question mm-hmm. voted it's a bad thing. Yeah. So duality, though. Duality. It says, "What is temptation?" It says here, "Temptation is the universe's compassionate way 
of allowing you to run through what would be a harmful, negative, karmic dynamic if you were to allow it to become physically manifest. It is the en energy through which your soul is given the gracious opportunity to have a dry run at a life lesson, at a situation that, if you can see clearly, can be removed and healed within the confines of your private world of energy and not spilled into a larger energy field of other souls. Temptation is a dress rehearsal for a karmic experience of negativity. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's all about yeah. perspective. Yep. You know see, what I mean? It all, it, it all comes back to a perspective. It's like, yeah. how are you looking at things? Exactly. You know? And I think just staying aligned, and mm -hmm. this is all from, like, you know, like my coaches have, mm -hmm. well, some of it's from me, but right. this particular thing, it's like, you know, because we're taught to, you know, stay aligned, you know, with your purpose, with who you are, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, realize the duality and everything, like, with that, and, mm -hmm. you know, just analyze. I mean, don't go crazy and analyze every little thing, but, mm -hmm. you know, things like that, and, uh. Just basically be more conscious because a lot right. of people just aren't. I mean, I wasn't some, you just know. Just walking around thinking like. Yeah, and I'm not perfect. I work on myself every day. Like, I'm a work in progress. And that keeps mm -hmm. me humble and it keeps me grounded, but it also yeah. keeps me powerful. Because people don't realize that life is a, we, like, it's one of my favorite quotes ever. Mm -hmm. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. Oh, yeah. We're spiritual beings having a, a human, human experience. experience. So everything that yeah. you experience is a spiritual thing. And, like, so people, like, they call it the third eye or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you're seeing, but people walk around, like, you know, we just, oh, mm -hmm. you know, it's just here. Like, no, like, you really have to pay attention to what's going on. Like, yeah. Energy is real. Yeah. All that's real. Like, vibes, frequencies, mm -hmm. um, all that is real stuff. Yeah, it and is. And people do not pay attention to it. And a lot of people mm -hmm. are getting more, um... Woke. Know, yeah. <laughs> because really, like, there's yeah. some people, like, on Facebook or wherever, I'm like, gosh, like, they're like, you know, they get mm -hmm. it. And, um, because, like, you know, five years ago, people were talking about energy. Like, you know, people would equate that to, like, devil. you know, really mm -hmm. devil stuff mm -hmm. and witchcraft or whatever. And, you know, mm -hmm. just all kinds of things. But it's. I kind of want to say what I'm about to say for another podcast that okay. I'm doing. You but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, <laughs> That's why another controversial statement okay, we're rolling that, right, this, is, that's, this is why I feel that I've grown more outside of church than I did in church yeah. and the reason being is that I took God out of the box yeah. and I was able to see God in everything yes and in everyone. In everyone. Whether they're a horrible person mm -hmm. or, you know, they're doing horrible things, they're, you know, deep down, like, we're all one. And I know this sounds so, like, whatever, but mm -hmm. really, like, I do believe that we're all one and it's like, we're all love deep down. Deep down. You know. So, let me ask you a question. Now, this is going to put you on a hot seat. Um, and don't be afraid to answer this question. <laughs> Kanye West came out. Oh my god, no, 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 no. I was kidding. Oh my god. And I was like scared. So I was like, wait, but I'm not, like, I'll be real. I'm not black, obviously. Right. And so I don't want to speak on it too much, but I can't speak in a general sense. Because I watched it today. I am not really? kidding. Like two hours before we I came really over. We are really on some, I'm serious. some frequency right now. <laughs> oh, okay, so yeah, I'm ready. Wow. I'm ready. <laughs> so. The plight of African Americans in America, right? Kanye West saying that slavery was a choice. Basically, he's saying, like, you chose to be enslaved. Mm -hmm. 
Now, he could have been talking about physically enslaved, and he could have been talking about mentally, mentally enslaved. So, slavery ended in 1865. Okay. I mean, that form of slavery, because yeah. there's still forms of slavery. Like, after you, after you had the emancipation, you had uh, Jim Crow, and then you had mass incarceration. Now you got mass incarceration, so it's just, you know, it's still here in a way. Yeah. But that kind of slavery was, you know, done away with in 1865. It's 2018. Mm-hmm. Do you think... African Americans have a victim mentality. No, I, I this is okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing is, mm-hmm. I I can't answer this. I mean, the you thing can. is, I don't. Okay. It's just your thoughts. <laughs> like, From the outside hold looking the chair. in. Yeah. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we all have a victimhood mentality in our for different things. I think women mm-hmm. do too. I mean, you know, what, I mean, like with the whole men get paid more and, you know, whatever it might be. I think, <laughs> okay, this is what I'll say, okay. which I haven't like thought about this before. It's not like, you Right, know. this is fresh thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Um, some, in a way, mm-hmm. in a way, but I'm not saying that I don't have a victim mentality about things too because I do. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say like, yeah, only you know this type, of, you know this race or you know have, no. So do you think? I think it's about I, I think it's about the way you go about doing it. Like mm-hmm. people like to complain and or assume things, mm-hmm. and including me, like I've done that too. Mm-hmm. And it's like I feel like. If you put action behind the way you're feeling, mm-hmm. then I don't see that as being a victim. I see that as making change, and that's how I see it. So there are people out there that are doing that, making change. They're seeing something that they don't like, and they're you know doing their best to change that. Right. Okay. But what do you think? <laughs> My answer is pretty complex, because... I, I think it's been ingrained, too, a little bit. Definitely. Remember how you were talking about how things get passed down from generation exactly, to generation? Exactly, exactly. So. We, we as a people have never been afforded the opportunity to heal. Yeah. <laughs> because it's always somebody telling us, like, hey, get over slavery. That was so long ago. Yeah. Get over that. Which is dismissive. It's just kind of, you know what I mean? Like, and so we never, as a, like I said, it's, a, it's hard to heal one person, let yeah. alone a whole group, yeah. 40 well, million exactly, people. Yeah. You know? So, I don't think we, we have been given opportunity, but what if you, you look at, sorry, you no, I'm sorry, if you look at, which I think Kanye should, should have brought up instead of saying slavery was a choice, I think he should have said, he should have pointed out how we went through that long, that long period of slavery mm-hmm. and still managed to have a president to create the most popular culture yeah. in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think he could have pointed to the fact that a lesser people wouldn't be able to get to this point. Oh, yeah. No, you know no, what no, I mean? No. With, with all that we continue to go through. But my point is, you know, I think that people only like telling black people how to deal with our pain. Yeah. Like, you will never hear nobody tell... Jews to get over the Holocaust. Yeah, it no. just will not happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never, I don't think I've ever. Heard exactly, that. you will never hear that. And somebody's rebuttal to that will be, well, they doing this, they're doing that. And my rebuttal to that will be, well, they got reparations, mm-hmm. so they have no reason really to complain. Yeah. And then they remember the Holocaust annually. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's a thing of remembrance, which is not a problem. No. Which is not wrong. No. You know, I think you should, you know, you know, remember where you, you know, things so they won't happen again. Yeah. So, I'm not saying nothing's wrong with what they do, but I'm just saying, like, the double standard. Yeah. You know, so, but going back to duality. Mm-hmm. I think you can simultaneously move forward. Mm-hmm. And remember the past at the same time. Of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, the, the stuff we're still dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, the generational stuff. Like, I can point to things that, that's a direct result from slavery that's still affecting mm-hmm. black families today. Yeah. Right now. When you think of, be honest. Mm-hmm. I want you to be honest. Mm-hmm. When you think of a deadbeat dad, what race do you think of? Oh my god. Well, I don't, know. I don't know what I actually would have thought of, though. But now that we're talking about that, of course, I mean, that's the. In my head. But okay. I don't think. I don't know if. I truly don't know if that would have Okay, in my when, head. when so most. Because that. that's what you hear. Daddy, dad. You always hear, like, on Fox or something, or Republicans. They always say, you know, talking about the absent father. And that's directly yeah. from slavery. And which they by, separated. And, and, and separated by the way, things. media, mm-hmm. and he says this too, because mm-hmm. I. I mean. I don't have a place to personally say, oh, yeah, Kanye, you were right, because right. I, I'm not black. Mm-hmm. I'm not claiming to, you know, uh, go through the same things that other people have went through, whether no matter what race you were. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do think he had some points, if I'm just thinking logically. He does. Uh, because, you know, like with the love thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, because everyone was mad because he wore the hat. And I get why, uh, not on a personal level, but a logical level, I mm-hmm. get why. And But at the same time, I also get why, like, what he's saying. I get his intent. Like, he wants to be, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, like you said, like, he wants to, now, will change come of this? Who mm-hmm. knows? But at least his intentions are hopefully good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, to get buddy-buddy with the president and kind of be more involved. And maybe the president can see more um, on, you know, African-Americans' perspectives on things. And how, what can we do? Um, so I don't think it's horrible that he's, like, you know, befriending him. But, like I said, I'm just thinking logically, not from a personal, so... I, right. <laughs> I just I'm want to reiterate think about what that. I'm about to say. Um, he has this free-thinking thing going on, cause, cause, which is kind of like what I always talk about. But the difference is, I believe in educated free thought. Yeah. I don't just believe in just spewing... Spouting out. Yeah, like you should be educated. But like, half yeah. the stuff he was talking about, he knew nothing about. Okay. Like, if you ask him, he'll be like, oh, I didn't know nothing about that. I'm just, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So yeah, why are you yeah. talking on it? That's true. That's dangerous. That's you true. have this major platform, and you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, and also about the love thing, him saying, you know, we need love, love conquers all. One area of love that people love to neglect mm-hmm. is correction, discipline, yeah. reprimanding. Yeah. Your parents discipline you mm-hmm. out of love. Yeah. You putting down that pizza, that burger, is you disciplining yourself because you love yourself. Exactly. You don't want to put bad things into your body. Mm-hmm. So a lot of uh, people neglect that part of love all the time. Yeah. So we have to, if we love, if we want to love Trump, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, we need yeah. to challenge him. Exactly. Well, and that's kind out of, of love. It, yeah, <laughs> all love. I mean, hey, all love. <laughs> no, but really, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't think, like, I'm saying his intentions are good. I'm not saying, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I think he's going to go change the world with Trump. Right. Like, I'm not, I, I have no freaking idea. I don't know either yeah. of these people. Um, but I think, like, if his in, if he can stick to those intentions and mm-hmm. put action and results behind that, I think it could be good. But at the same time, who knows, you know, but. Um, I think he has a lot of great ideas, just incomplete ones. Okay, yeah, that's fair. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, 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 I get that. Very incomplete. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, 
like what how are we gonna get to this point oh well I haven't thought about that yet yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I can agree with that. So, but I don't think he's going crazy. Some people are saying he's going crazy. I don't think he's going crazy. I, I mean, I don't think he... I, think. I don't know him personally, but if I were to just to watch that interview, I wouldn't say he's, like, going nuts. But. I wouldn't say from that interview he's going crazy because he's always been like that from day one. Like he's always been on a standing on the top of the tables. I'm the, even before people know him. You know, you hear stories of him saying like, "I'm the savior of Chicago." Who is this guy? Yeah. You know, but so he's always been that that animated you know person. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, so I want to say he's crazy, mm-hmm. but he's definitely he's definitely not been the same since his mom died, which is understandable. Yeah. Very understandable. So um, what do you think about when he was talking about the opioids and? Oh yeah, like how he was like. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it's selfish thing because he was like, I did, I got liposuction <laughs> yeah. because of y'all. Uh-huh. Y'all don't want y'all talking about y'all. Me, like y'all talking about Rob. <laughs> I started laughing to be honest, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think that's good that he's not like let's take what he says is truth, right? Because right. we don't know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think it's good that you know he's not like you know, drugging himself up. I mean, because, you know, like, if people think he is crazy or whatever, like, people around him, mm-hmm. drugging yourself is only going to numb that and block that out and for a little while, but it's going to be the same crap mm-hmm. over and over. So, yeah, I do think it's cool that he's not, supposedly not, you know, right. so you take following one, the doctor's one orders, a week, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was so funny when he turned. <laughs> y'all don't like Rob. Because <laughs> y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like man, it takes a heck of a man to admit he got liposuction. I know. Because wow. Of yeah. Somebody else's thoughts. But he, you know what I liked in a general sense, not dealing with any issues in particular, mm-hmm. is the fact that you know I think we do put ourselves in boxes all the time. All the time. Because it's like I liked what he said about he's like you know do you remember that Oprah moment you know like I don't want to stand Cruise on this on chair yeah, because yeah. he was perceived as crazy because he sit on the couch or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's true. Like. That's so a, many times, like, I'll want to say something, but then I'll be like, oh, that might piss someone off. Or, But it's like, you can't. To be a leader, you cannot be concerned with other people's opinions because mm-hmm. then your actions are being, you know, morphed by what people are going to think or not think about you. And right. that's not freedom. You're not living freely. So I do agree with that's this That's crazy that we really that. on the same page today because I just had this conversation with somebody today. Yeah. I was like, that's as much so as, weird. That keeps happening. I know, right? It's like, as much as I think that I'm free, you yeah. know, in a lot of ways I am, but oh, I'm still course. a slave yeah. because yeah. I have to have a nice watch. Yes. I have to have some new shoes on. I got to have my hair cut. Like, I admire people who go outside looking any kind of way. I know. Like, yeah. I'm like, man, how could he? I really wish I could do I yeah. mean, I can do that with me wanting to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not for attention, but me wanting to just be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... And so in that way, I'm, you know, I drive a Mercedes. Like, I, yeah. why do I need? Why do I need to be paying that much money a month for a car? Exactly. Because yeah. it's for X, Y, Z. It's for yeah. blah blah blah. So in in a lot of ways, I'm still a slave myself. Exactly. Well, we things. all are to an With, extent. To an extent. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, there's just so many things like insecurities, like mm-hmm. or, you know, or yeah, just anything really. And we all kind of uh, do that to some extent. And. Um, the key is just to, you know, make progress, you know, just right. keep moving forward. Don't, um, it doesn't mean you have to be perfect and, oh, all of a sudden I don't care about anything, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, just be conscious of it is the real thing. And then you can uh, work on that and, you know, resolve that, that. That's why I think 
Um, I totally lost my train of thought. I, that what, happened to me earlier. What did you say? <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. I just said if you're conscious of it, then you can resolve it, and um, yeah. Oh, I know what I was about to do. I was about to tie it back into it, the original thing. Mm-hmm. We, people watching this, people listening later, people who will watch it in the future, you have the power to change your circumstances, to change yes. your mood, to change everything. And I actually have a question for you. I might have an answer. <laughs> okay, wait, are you done? Or can no, I... good, good. Okay, do you believe the mind, since we're talking about the power of the mind, can heal um, like physical illnesses like cancer or... Check this out. Okay. <laughs> Going back to what I said earlier about Jesus, right? Yes. Jesus went to the paraplegic man. Sitting at the gate. The guy had been there for like 30 some years. Jesus asked him a very, what one would seem to think, a condescending question. He said, do, do you, you want to walk right? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've read this scripture over and over. And, and once you think about it, the reason he was asking him that question is because the guy had got comfortable. Exactly. In his, remember what I said earlier? Like, well, yeah. Comfortable in his mess. Well, it's like, yeah. do you want to get up and walk? Yeah. And because you, everything is serving he, a purpose, even like, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, I'll let you finish, but yeah. even um, things that, you know, you don't like, mm-hmm. it's like, what are you, you ask yourself this too, what are you getting out of this? What's positive out mm-hmm. of, out of you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, being, you know, not being able to walk or whatever, right. and there's always something, and then you say, well, you know, is that worth it though? And then you can, you know, but anyways, go on. Exactly, so the guy had got, like, I, like I, we said earlier, comfortable in his mess. Exactly. Jesus, do you want to, well, get up. Yeah. Didn't put no hands, get up. And the guy got a mm-hmm. mind. Another one of my favorite stories from Jesus when it comes to this, what we're talking about, is when he met the prostitute at the well. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he told her everything about herself that, how could he know this? Because she didn't know him. But, mm-hmm. And he spoke in these metaphorical terms, so it was over mm-hmm. everybody's head. So he told her, if you drink of that water, Mm-hmm. you would thirst again. Which means, if you keep on trying to fill your insecurities with you men, void, that void there, yeah. you're going to stop being thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to thirst again. But if you drink of the water I have, you will never thirst again. And yes. I think, I always said that loving God is synonymous with loving yourself. Oh, yeah. So in other words, he was saying, until you love you, mm-hmm. you ain't never going to be fulfilled. Well, because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. all you have is yourself. You can't escape mm-hmm. escape it. You can escape it for periods of time with drugs time. or with alcohol or with partying or with mm-hmm. women or with sex or masturbating, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like at the end of the day, you can't run away from yourself. You can't do you it. You can for some People time. People say, I need to move but, and get a new... You still got to yeah, take yourself like, with you. Yeah, it's you like you I mean? really just have to mm-hmm. uh, deal with yourself. You know, right. love yourself, know yourself, mm-hmm. know your darkness. Go in there. Go in the darkness, no matter how scary it is to face mm-hmm. your fears and this and that. And, you know. I got yeah. a question. Yeah. For people out there. Oh. Um, <laughs> what would you say is the best way to... What practice would is the best to get to a place where you can be self-reflective? Is it meditation? Is it you know, riding your bike? Is it, yeah. you know, sitting in... So what is it? What is your... You, just tell people yours personally. Like, what do you do to, you know... Like, do you mean, yourself? like, a happy place type of thing? Or 
kind of, or you just be in a place where you can just reflect and and think about stuff. Um, oh, I, I guess I just use the tools that I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to be, you know, in nature. I know that sounds so cliche, but really, like, I do, I like to be Stop, 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 stop. What? Just because. I, I want to say this. <laughs> okay. I always feel like I love technology, but I hate it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because I? I feel like, <laughs> duality, right? I feel like people, like, back in, back, 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 back in the day, had to be so connected to With nature. Like, because we're all literally, like, connected. Yeah. Like if, you know, uh, you know, some animal didn't do X, Y, Z, and then our whole mm-hmm. system would be messed up. Like every everybody yeah. plays their part. Exactly. And blah blah blah. So I feel like, so they have to like okay the birds flying okay the weather about to change or mm-hmm. you know what I mean so they like you know they had to look at the stars for their GPS you know yeah. what I mean so they had yeah. to be so in tune, in tune with nature. With right? nature. I thought that was cool. And now we got we got the weather app on our phone. You know we don't have to. Yep. You know, do all... But anyway, go ahead. What's your point? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I was just mm-hmm. going to say, like, I use the tools, you know, mm-hmm. like, just <clears throat> talking to myself. And not only that, but just uh, doing it in an effective way, you mm-hmm. know, like, knowing the tools that I learned. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and knowing that we all have our... You can call it whatever you want, but a, we call it, like, a dark passenger mm-hmm. within yourself. And you can't... Because we all have that little voice that's like, you can't do this. Y'all, or, heaven you know, and... Or you look ugly today. Or, you know... Heaven and hell this. is in you. Yeah. And so you mm-hmm. have to know that that's not going to go away. You're mm-hmm. never going to not have any negative thoughts. You know what I mean? Not going nowhere. But you have to say, okay, you're there, but you're not going to be in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the driver's seat. Not right. you. I know you're there, and that's fine. But, you know, and you have to just take... And I do a lot of that, too. Like, noticing, oh, is that, you know, my dark passenger? What do you want to call it? Just mm-hmm. your whatever. The voice inside your head... Um, you know, and take control because if you let that darkness or whatever you want to call it take control, then mm-hmm. <laughs> your life is going to be dark. You exactly. Know? So, in closing. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to let you say something after. But if you have the power to change your circumstances. You create your own reality. Yes. Um, don't be comfortable in a spot. Don't make other people make you feel like you deserved to be um, neglected or, you know, abused or none of that, you know. Mm-hmm. You are worthy. You are everything that you think you're not, you are. God gave you all the tools, equipped you with all the tools to survive this life. You have all the answers right here inside of you. You got to take time to ask yourself questions, to really get to know yourself, to challenge yourself, and most importantly, love yourself. Yes, yes. So you want to say anything? Um, no, I would just say, um, yeah, I mean, I've already said this so many times, but mm-hmm. um, really just, like, ask yourself, because this has helped me so much, mm-hmm. like, when you're about to, you know, pick up that cigarette, when you're about to do whatever it might be, mm-hmm. you know, ask yourself, why are you doing that? And just get conscious to your actions and your feelings, because then you can start to solve that puzzle and be free of whatever it might be, whether it's anxiety, depression, an addiction, whatever. And I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. It's a work in it's progress. Work. It's going to be but work. But it, it will happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and it's it's kind of fun to get to know yourself. So right. I would do that. The yeah. journey, yeah. best part of life. The, uh, just think about this. Like, wherever, wherever spot you're, you're in right now, when you're thinking, like, man, how am I going to get through this? Like, just think. One day, you're going to be able to look back and be like, yeah. Like, I really made it through that. Like, like dang, look what I did. Exactly. So, 
life is about the process, the journey. Enjoy the journey. Learn from the journey. And remember, you put something out into the universe, it will be ch- it will challenge you, so don't get discouraged. Just know that it's a, a necessary uh, step to you, for you to get to your goal or where you want to be. Yeah. So, that is it for episode seven of the All That Podcast. Yeah. Um, for those of you who tuned in kind of late and saw the title and was like, what? Yeah. Just go back. I'm going to share it on my page after yeah. this. So you go back, watch the whole thing, give you a little bit more uh, context. And <laughs> I do want to say one more kind of disclaimer type of okay. thing <laughs> is, um, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff and kind of made it seem so easy. But mm-hmm. it's like, obviously, this program I kept referring to, which you don't have to do the program. You just, you know, there's different ways to do everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, um, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it. It's not just sitting there thinking, oh, what's the positive of me being raped? or whatever like it's much yeah. more than that so please don't think i'm you know because that would sound silly if mm-hmm. that's how i came off so yeah now we're not speaking of like yes i've never been raped i don't i've been molested okay so she's speaking from so a place where she knows so yeah yeah, I, I so, yeah like, i'm definitely uh-huh. not just shooting yeah air up just like, yeah but, uh i'm speaking from experience that you know there's a lot of things that you know have happened and i have found my power out of it rather than suffering <laughs> which i did for a while you know right you made it Yes. We're trying to help others make it. Yes. That's it for episode seven. Uh, like I said, I'm going to repost this video. So if you tuned in late, go back and watch it. I'd like to thank my dear friend, yes. Lakin, for uh, joining so me. Hopefully, we, um, you know, That's gave fair. you some kind of encouragement and, yeah. and some insight or, you know, some wisdom. <laughs> or just something that, to think about, too. Yeah. You don't have to agree with it, but just think mm-hmm. about it. And exactly. Question it. So yeah. See y'all. Bye. Bye. God, I can't.